0: What do you get when you have a wood elf, a Khajiit, and a Necrom dancer in the same room? You get the Snug Podcast. Here we are back again for our very, very inconsistent show time. And we're starting later than ever, according to uh, according to Gwen. Gwen, how are you today? I'm pretty good. Awesome. How about you?
1: And technically,
2: Hi. she's not a Necrom dancer until she dances in Necrom. <laughs>
1: Soon. Soon, my friends. Soon.
0: (laughs) Uh, I'm doing alright. What about you, Crazy?
1: I'm doing good. Uh, Hopefully, I don't have kid aggro. I just heard a noise. Hold on. Uh oh. Uh, I don't think I have kid aggro. I think we're safe. We're safe. We're safe. (laughs) Uh, No, I'm good. I'm good.
0: well uh, i mentioned that we you know back with our inconsistent start inconsistent start times but we usually do try to start on sunday and uh we were discussing earlier how for two out of three of us it is still sunday so it's majority sunday uh, so we're gonna we're gonna go with we at least started on the same the correct day uh, so uh, this is a snug podcast i am never separate and uh, as we've already uh, established glenn and crazy are both both here as well and um Yeah, so we've got a pretty good amount of stuff to talk about tonight because we haven't talked about stuff the last few weeks much, and it's kind of uh, backlogged on us, and um, so as for what we've been up to in-game, I'll start uh, tonight uh, because it's not much, and um, I haven't gotten an opportunity to play uh, games a whole lot in the last couple of weeks just with things going well. More than the last couple of weeks, but um, more specifically the last couple of weeks. Uh, but as far as ESO goes, uh, I decided to start trying to get the Ring of the Wild Hunt. I already had one or two of the leads done, and uh, before we started the show tonight, I picked up the final lead. Um, so I'll once, once I go get that done, I'll, I'll be able to get that. Uh, that'll be my second Mythic, and uh, I'll be able to go move around and... Speed through towns all fast and whatnot. And, yeah, so, uh, outside of that, that's been about it for me, ESO-wise. Um, crazy, so, what have you been up to?
1: Basically, what you're saying is you're getting the zoomies?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You're a kitty who's going to have the zoomies.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that
1: mean you're going to be running around
2: at, like, 2, 3 a.m.? Is that what you're going to sure. be playing now? For sure. That's got to be it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I uh, I just you know for my solo setup when I'm just running around and questing and whatever, being able to just get from place to place a little faster would be kind of nice. So I don't really need the uh, uh, oh gosh, oak oh and for regular questing and stuff. So I'll swap it out and use it for something that's maybe a little more um, impactful, but uh, or when I just want to, but. Yep. Anyway. Crazy, what are you up to?
1: Um, Well, White Strakes just ended, so I didn't get to do a ton of the event, but when I did get to do the event, it was mostly sneaky, sneaky stuff. Um, I did some sneaky, sneaky time in Cyrodiil and got killed, and then I did some sneaky, sneaky time in Imperial City and got killed. And that was pretty much the cycle over and over again for the two weeks. I had a lot of fun though. Um, I also did some Sunday afternoon PVP with the PC lore seekers at one point, um, which was always a blast. Like that group over there that runs consistently is a pretty well oiled machine. They have siege that they consistently set up and they have a whole, you know, like, at this percentage back siege pack up, like it's it's really great. Um, it's real fun to run over there. And I've learned a lot about Cyrodiil um, from that group of people. So that was really, really fun during the event. Um, other than that, uh, last night, <laughs> I randomly <laughs> um, Toasted Peanut looked and realized that one of the endeavors um, for the weekly was three trials, which we had already done two from tipsy night. And then um, there was also a daily endeavor yesterday to run one trial. So he's like, hey, we have, you know, like a little bit of time. Let's see if we can pug um, normal cloud rest. And I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> so we ended up pugging oh, normal cloud rest last night in like probably less than 30 minutes i would say um which i was very surprised about um i don't really know the mechanics in there i have only done cloud rest once and so i just kind of did what he said nobody was in chat together like it was just him and i in a call and then melivar from the pc side joined as well um melivar tanked and uh yeah that group was it was crazy they got it done um we only had two wipes and it was on the final boss um and the one time was because somebody went in the portal that didn't know how to do portals so they never sent the shards down um and yeah surprisingly it was actually pretty smooth for a pug so i had a good experience in there (laughs) Um, you and i had
2: opposite experiences with
1: Rest this week Yeah, it was, it was easy. I, I was very, I jokingly said to peanut, I said, Oh, so we're going to do this in 15 minutes then. And he's like, no way, not a chance. He's like, maybe less than an hour. Um, and then we started running and he's like, actually, I might have lied. We might actually do this in 15 to 20 minutes. And I think if we hadn't wiped, like the first time we wiped the boss was at 3.8%. It was so frustrating because we were trying to just burn, 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 burn. And everybody dropped everything. And, um, it was a wipe because of what happened in the portal and it sucked because we were so close. 3%, 3%. That's always how it happens with cloud it was, rest though. Uh, always, every uh, time. So the first wipe's always at like 3%. It was so frustrating. Um, and then the, the following wipe was like a frustration wipe because you could tell that nobody was on their rotation, stuff like that. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then the third, the third time through we got, we got through. So, um, but yeah, it was it was it was actually really fun. Um, other than that, the only thing to note is a little behind the scenes thing for me. Um, I decided to get a green screen, so I now have um, a um, Elgato green screen that I got, um, and it works really really well. I tried it on a tested it on a stream with Peanut the other day, and uh, I'm looking forward to using it for like Extra Life and streams and um, I think it will work as well with the PlayStation so maybe a future stream with it that way too I don't know we'll see but yeah that's about it for me what have you been up to Gwen
2: <laughs> what have I not been up to alright so just because <laughs> you brought up cloud rest do you want to hear about my cloud rest because I had the Please. I also ended up in a pugged cloud rest let oh, me no. tell you
1: a normal this...
2: vet. It was a normal. It was a normal plus three plugged cloud rest. Okay, well it was supposed to be plus three. Let me tell you how this went down. Cause let me tell. This is the worst trial I have ever been in ever. Okay, hey, it nice. was it was a trial nightmare. Cause we're all just like it was like cloud rest. Yeah, why not? Let's <laughs> let's let's just do a cloud rest. This will be easy. It's just cloud rest, right? It wasn't until after the first wipe we ended up learning that not everyone in the group had run cloud rest before <laughs> and um so we started saying some of the mechanics and stuff and i ne- didn't think i was qualified to teach trials um i now feel comfortable being qualified to teach cloud rest because of how much i had to actually talk about mechanics the other day <laughs> uh, but we wiped like four times before we decided to kill one of the bosses and then go back into the main arena and it was so weird because you know everyone when they run okay maybe not if you don't run cloud Rust, but if you do run cloud Rust regularly you do know that ev- there's kind of like a set way to do things and you know how everything's supposed to go and you know your mechanics and everyone just kind of like goes right this di- this was not that time it was like ants scattering running everywhere and so I'm healing and I like died like 20 times and I'm like god why can't I keep these people alive you know how you joke that sometimes you're like um it's hard to keep you know how you joke it's hard to keep you alive when we're tired and stuff because you don't stand in my aoe's Mm -hmm. now there was 11 of you
1: (laughs) Ah, (laughs) I'm so sorry (laughs) (laughs) oh boy
2: (laughs) And I, I thought it was just like. Um, at first, I thought it was kind of like a different terminology thing for people because they were saying like different things for shards. They were calling them like pins and stuff. And orbs were a different term and stuff. There were people who were using different terminology. So it was kind of like a, a communication issue, too. That's but weird. It, right. But it's, it was literally the worst trial I've ever been in. <laughs> and however. Even though I had one bad trial, on a completely unrelated note, I had a great trial experience as well. Um, I also ended up finally reaching CP 160. and Yay! Yeah, on PC, right? So now I have two usable characters. I can play with people everywhere on PlayStation, and I can play with people everywhere on PC. NAs. Next is the EUs. Next I have to level up the EUs uh but um so I actually did nine trials on PC before I even reached CP160. and oh, so wow. I had all the coffers saved up, so I opened the malls so now I had all the fancy gear. but the I wasn't gonna do a trial this week because if I'm gonna he- if I'm gonna do a trial, I'm gonna try to heal first because that's what I'm comfortable with, right? And but the people I normally, play with like either Lore Seekers or Den. they were full up. But um the move fighters, they had a spot for healing. And I'm like, oh. you know what? This this actually makes sense. Because they were the first people I ran a trial with on PC. So running with them for my first trial at one sixty, that's just that sounds gorgeous, right? and then we did end up also running a cloud rest and i got my resto staff on the first run so now i have way so now all i'm missing is an olo ring and then i have my exact build on pc as i do on playstation that's awesome so there's there's a good end to this story (laughs) (sighs) Nice. wow wow right amazing 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 fun stuff. So that's that's the fun stuff um, And I got some tribute achievements, I still don't have rubidite rank um, And then a while ago I did a poll for like what should I do for a cosplay next because you know thing something I learned from Vegas is I need things that fit in a bag for airplanes better because everything I own does not fit in a bag along with other things. And uh, the, the winner was the Sijic cosplay, so that's what I started. I started working on that pattern. So looking forward to making that.
0: Maybe you should uh, look at trying to do a cosplay for a uh, tribute card.
2: <laughs> I mean, there is Sijic tribute cards, so it yeah. counts. There you go. Because
0: um, you just go as a card
2: i would not go as a card (laughs) do you know how hard it is to do something like that and put it in a bag
0: (laughs) to make yourself completely flat
2: (sighs) and then another thing a a last last thing on my side i swear oh my gosh um with the day one vegas video i am still working on it i just need to add music and then it will be done Uh, after we got back from Vegas, things got like super busy and bogged down, but it is almost done and I do want to finish it. It just needs music and I promise it will be done. (laughs) Um, and yeah, I think that's it. I think
1: we're all cut up. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Toasted Peanut in chat says, all you need is a cardboard piece. It folds.
0: There you go.
1: I'm one of those people who
2: has, actually has, like, a pocket iron, so there isn't creases in my cosplays. Um... Yeah, I'm a weirdo. Because uh, hotels nowadays don't actually always have pocket, have irons, so you, I have this, like, this little travel pocket iron.
1: Oh. Attention know. to detail, not weird.
0: Thorough. Okay. Okay. That's all. Okay. <laughs> That's all. Well, we have some news, right? Some 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 old news and some new news.
1: A lot mostly, of news, mostly old news. <laughs>
0: mostly. mostly. Well, old news is still news to some. It's true.
2: So... I don't know. Where do we want to start? Um,
1: I say. I say we just go in order of how it is in the notes, but. All right, you go. Okay. Bye, George. Uh, bye, George. Our friend George.
0: Ah. <laughs> our
1: our friend George from Zero Period Productions. He um this is all already happened, but uh, I definitely highly suggest going back and watching the replay for this, because um, George was able to host a um, online developer deep dive with the Zenimax team, so he went through. Um. And uh, with Wes Johnson, who's the voice of Shea O'Gorath and Hermaeus Mora and a plethora of other characters for Bethesda and Zenimax, um, they were able to do like a, a dive in the game's journey and Hermaeus Mora and kind of what awaits you coming up. Um, Rich Lambert, Bill Slavisek and Becky Ignoski, I think is how you pronounce her name. Um, She's the voiceover lead. We're all on um, Talking with George, so he got to lead the interview on that. There was also another one that happened the previous week before, and it had more um, Elder Scrolls people on it. I think he did something with the voiceover artists. Um, So definitely head on over to George's page, uh, Zero Period Productions. You should be able to find it there, or I'm sure that there's probably a link to it um, through the actual uh page here it was all to benefit voice of palooza which was wes johnson's um, initiative to help raise money for alzheimer's research so um all of the streamers throughout the month of may that participated in voice of palooza i know raised a quite a hefty hefty amount of of money and there's still a few days left so um if you know someone that is helping out with that it's a great great thing that they do every, every year, um, that Wes has been leading. And it's, it's really, really cool how the content creators get involved with it. So, um, definitely head on over and check out that replay.
0: Yeah. There yeah. is a, um, there's a link to the Twitch. If That's what you're talking about. The, uh, the Twitch yeah, page, there's, 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 a link there's in a the link article. To
1: yeah. It's, um, twitch.tv forward slash zero, like the number period productions. So Gwen and I got to hang out with George quite a bit in Vegas, and I hung out with him in, at PAX um, as well, and he's just really awesome. So I did. He, he's a pretty cool dude. He was fun to hang out with. Yeah, yeah. So uh, definitely head on over there and give him some love, watch their replay, um, and then, uh, you know, take a check out of um, Wes Johnson and Fallout for Hope um, as they work together for the Alzheimer's Association. So pretty cool. next uh, next also something that already happened but again check it out on the replay they had an ESO live um, that they titled Arcanists take Tamriel so um, this was back on May 19th but it was Gina Bruno and Amy um, who are both community managers for ESO and they had Brian Wheeler on who is the lead combat designer um, to talk about the Necrom chapters Arcanist class um, besides that, they also had on the senior sound designer Dylan Hairston, and they talked the new class, the design mechanics, aesthetics, kind of all of that stuff. Um, there were drops enabled, of course, during the live stream. Unfortunately, if you rewatch, they're not enabled anymore. But um, if you did happen to watch, hopefully you enjoyed it, and if you didn't, catch the replay while it's there.
0: And who do you? Who did you say was on that?
1: Um, Brian Wheeler. Who is the uh, lead combat designer? And then Dylan Hairston, who is the senior sound designer. Um, they also have the senior FX artist, Brian Hahn, on there.
0: Oh, so. I thought you said someone else, too. Oh. Because um, I was just going to point out that we don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said Sorry. Brian. Well, you said Gina. Brian.
1: Oh, Gina Bruno! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry,
0: it slipped in there. I've only seen that movie once, but I hear that oh, that boy. that song so many times. So. <laughs> That's okay. We, we can we can we can reference Gina when she comes up. That's fine. Oh goodness! It's perfectly acceptable. <laughs> I
1: I that joke was so bad. My character stood up trying to leave.
0: I... It Uh, is what it is. Anyway.
2: Alright, so. The. We did the Arcanists. Mm -hmm. Developer deep dive.
1: Yeah! And
0: then there's a new developer video.
2: No, you're supposed to say there's been a new development. Uh,
0: There's been a new development.
2: ESO developer deep dive giving Tamriel's
1: characters their voice ooh this is a long article <clears throat> holy moly it's quite a long article um so I keep making my character stand up accidentally sorry everyone now I'm gonna show stuff in the snug pot.
2: <laughs> we can each take turns with paragraphs if you want it's fine
1: <laughs> uh, sure if you'd like to do it that way suppose it depends yep. on how much lore we want to read later
2: Oh yeah, it's late, isn't it? Mm-hmm. All right, we we can summarize it.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh.
2: Learn about all of Tamriel's character, how Tam all of Tamriel's characters get their voices, with this deep dive chat with Cinemax Online Studios voice o- over lead Becky Ignowski. We're excited to chat with the Elder Scrolls. On- line's own voiceover lead, Becky Iknarski, who takes through the months-long process of preparing, recording, and adding voice to ESO's many characters. There are approximately 300,000 lines of voiceover in English alone, and all of it is planned, recorded, implemented by Becky and
1: her team. And let's see.
0: That's a lot of voice lines.
1: Yeah, especially when you consider that a lot of other MMOs don't actually have voice support Mm. yeah so we'll cover some of the main points about voice acting here let's do
2: those uh the jumping right into it broadly what is the process of adding voiceover to our game Uh, i always have to narrow down the voiceover process into three separate chunks there's pre-recording which is basically casting actor assignment creating scripts and preparing recording sessions Then there is recording, which is done either in the studio or, more often these days, remotely. That's when we record the actual voiceover. And then finally, there's a third stage, post-recording. That's when we get all the voiceover that we recorded back, integrate it into the game, and polish everything.
1: Wow. Alright,
2: okay, and then let's learn about the pre-recording phase. So to begin, we jump into the game and play through the content. Things are a work in progress, but we want to get a feel for the quests and meet the characters ourselves. We also work with writers to get an idea of who the majority the who the major characters are and who we want special casting consideration for. For those characters we'll create sides, audition information with art descriptions and some lines, and send them out to agencies. We work with a lot of different agencies and with a few days we'll get a whole bunch of auditions back. In some cases a writer has written a character with a specific actor in mind, so we'll also request a read from that actor. Hmm. Right. Uh, what happens after auditions come in? We listen to them all. It, we often take turns pulling out our top three favorites and then passing them along to compare our favorites. We also reach out to writers and developers to weigh in before picking. Alright. Uh, okay. Do you start recording right after you've completed your auditions? not yet so as you may know there are thousands of npcs in the game we have a lot of little roles in the game little merchants or mob enemies so we'll get a pool of what we call atrospheric actors these actors are super versatile and can do up to 20 different voices per session for a character package we probably end up with about 50 voice actors in total once we have our 50-ish actors selected we do actor assignment that's where every npc in this package is assigned to one of the 50 voice actors we're bringing in Once all the actors are set, and once the writers have put pencils down, that's when we start generating actor scripts, which is part automatic, part manual process. We make sure an actor's lines are in chronological order, make sure scripts include read-ins if the characters are talking to other characters, and prepare art and character bios. Uh, right, how does recording work? Once we have our cast list, we each reach out to agencies for negotiations and scheduling and build a gigantic session schedule. For example, our chapter packages will run almost a month straight, starting in mid-February and going to almost mid-March. What kind of direction do you typically provide during a recording session? We start out by telling them about their character. Often a writer will join us for this, and then we establish the voice. Sometimes they still nail it the first time, and then sometimes we ask for adjustments. Once we start with one line, we'll go over any pronunciations for lore, for lore words. We may ask for an A and B take, if they're not quite there, or if the director thinks we can get even a better performance, we'll get a C and so on and forth, so forth. Eventually we get into a flow and it's like back and forth acting between the actor and director who is reading the player responses and other NPC lines. Is there any one group or race that's especially fun or frustrating for a voice actor to work with? It varies for different actors, but the Nords and Argonians might be the trickiest. Some actors love doing Argonians and nail the voice effortlessly, while others have a more difficult time. I don't know if it's the rasp or the sort of emotionless monotone vibe. Want to know something funny about Argonian sessions with actors who really nail that smooth but sandpaper voice? After hours of recording, you get really sleepy. It's kind of hypnotic because the voice is so soothing, like white noise. I don't know how to describe it, but everyone who is in those sessions gets so sleepy and relaxed. (laughs) That's funny. Once recording is over, do you immediately go into integration and polish stage? As we are recording, a four-week chapter package will already be receiving voiceover back from the recording studio, so once we're done, we'll have the whole pile waiting for us to nicely cut up with files and integrate into the game. Is it possible to make late changes to the scripts and voiceovers? It happens! Bugs will come in and we're we're recording, and sometimes writer or designer might contact us and ask us if it's possible to change it. If we have not already recorded with that actor, then sure, we make some changes on the fly. We try to avoid extremely late changes if we can, but if there's something that that we cannot launch with, then we schedule a pickup session. and that yeah there we go that uh, all right so a big thank you to becky for taking time to share us her voice over voice over process with of eso with us and there we go um that that's not the whole article that's just the bits that we wanted to cover for the actual voice acting process there's more to it there's more um if you want to go back and read the article yourself it is the eso developer deep dive once again it will be linked in the notes but uh there there's a lot more to it a lot more opinion points but just wanted to cover the basic of the voiceover process because a lot of us Um, especially those of us who do podcasting and stuff, voiceovers, voice acting. That's a very interesting topic.
0: (laughs) Down at the bottom of that article, it says Argonian ASMR coming right up. Do you want to be put to sleep? Just listen to me talk like this. No, not right now Your eyes are like muddy puddles Just That is
2: my, that is the Argonia line That always comes to mind these days After running through Merkmire so much
0: Your eyes are like muddy puddles You should close them So they dry up What the? Okay, moving on uh, Did we lose Crazy? Did she get kid aggroed? might Check. have might have gotten kid aggroed
1: no no you didn't lose me my input got changed accidentally Oh. so i was oh. talking during that whole time but no one could hear me no <laughs> no we could not
0: <laughs> maybe and then, you talked like this and then i got yourself told to that the sleep
1: then I, I got told that the stream died but i was like no it didn't die I I was trying to see if the crackling was me so I went and readjusted my stuff and then when I unplugged and replugged in it dumped all my audio settings
0: Oh. so I had to go back
1: yeah I had to go back and manually fix it so I'm sorry for everyone who was in the stream there watching for a second it didn't die it was just I yeah the problems of podcasting scamps 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 Um, uh, what I was going to say really quick about the um, thing that we just read I thought it was really cool and I I know we didn't cover everything but one of the things I found interesting in this article if you go back and read it for anybody who's listening to to us um, it says that after 10 years of recording they have over 9,000 words in a pronunciation guide
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: What? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's crazy. Well, it makes sense though, because
2: if you have a world that is, as deep and as old and full of lore,
0: mm-hmm. as
2: the Elder Scrolls franchises, you're going to have made words. You're going to have to have those pronunciations. They're just going to build up. Yeah.
0: I mean, especially I if it's... you start looking at like all of those Dwemer words that just look like oh, somebody took talk some, about some the alphabet soup about <laughs> Dwemer. Translif,
2: the no, Translif, no, no. We... Stuff like Gazuntite. Like, we don't can, talk about Dwemer.
0: Can you can you imagine though being a voice actor coming in and they're like, "Here, read this," and you're like, uh, "That's not a word. <laughs> you forgot no, some no, vowels no, no, no. in there."
2: No, 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 no. You're a voice actor, you come in.
1: That's the word they put in front of you, and they hand you a bowl of marbles.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, just take a fistful of marbles, roll them around in your mouth, and then try and say the word. <laughs> Literally there's a whole lore book
0: on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah, that's uh that's something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Alright. Did we do uh, did we do these a little out of order?
1: No. Nope, this next is a different one. The okay. It sounds like what we already talked about with the ESO okay. video.
0: Okay.
1: Or the yeah. ESO live. But it's not.
0: Okay. (laughs) Now I see.
1: Now you see the new video. Yes, I
0: I will. This one
1: does not pay attention to which video part we are on. Never mind. That's not much better. (laughs) Anyway,
0: (laughs) I will talk like this for the rest of the show so this one that would like people to can listen to this episode over and over at night <laughs> to sleep.
2: My hosts are trying to get me to fall asleep.
0: Just let it be known. <laughs>
1: this one wants to talk about the new developer video with the Arcanist class.
0: Hey, that's not bad.
1: Thank you. <laughs> um.
0: even had the little so, purr thing in there.
1: I, You know, I tried. I tried.
0: <laughs>
1: uh... So you can, there is also another article. Um, Obviously it's difficult for us being on the PlayStation. We can't really like flip it over and play the audio or show you the video. But there is a video under the news section of ElderScrollsOnline.com that is for um, some unique combat mechanics in the Arcanist's um, new stuff that's coming out in the chapter. So um, take a check out of that. Um, my guess is that some of it does come from some of the things that you see in the ESO live, but they actually did a full video on it. So pretty cool that that is also released there. They've also been doing little one-offs. Have you seen the ones that they've been doing on Twitter for each of the types of like, they've been covering, um, different skill sets or whatever or like different like, roles I've noticed them, i noticed
2: they exist I have not watched them though because yeah. I I want to kind of just go into I'm going to make an arcanist and I'm just going to try to mess futz with it myself as I level up yeah I think that's the best way to learn a class, just slowly fuss with it, don't read about Just just mess with it yourself, get a feel for what everything does learn as you go that way you actually know it because you don't know it till you do it i mean some people can read
1: everything be comfortable i'm not one of those people oh me either i definitely will be practicing by doing um but i still think it's pretty cool that they're taking that and kind of focusing so that people understand that there's the three different like paths almost for healer tank and dps i think that's pretty cool
0: now, have those been specifically for the Arcanist, or just in general?
1: The Arcanist.
0: Okay.
1: So they've been, like, they'll, they've looked at, like, a skill, and it's like, discover Tome of the, I don't know, something or other, whatever one of the skills is mm-hmm. called. And then they give information on it or whatever. It's pretty cool. Okay. So, I have yet to actually get to watch one of them, but I've seen them go by <laughs> on my mm-hmm. on my Twitter feed so. And now, new
2: news. New news is in actually like recent new news. New news! I know! There's gonna be another tavern.
1: I know! I'm super jelly.
2: And it's gonna be in Europe, and it's gonna be in a castle on an island near Cologne, and I totally signed up to see if I can actually go because I'm going over to Europe this summer
1: anyway, and we'll see what happens. (laughs) So wish me luck. Uh, If you get to go to Vegas and to the ESO tavern I'm gonna be so jealous (laughs) and also I'll pay you to mail me stuff back (laughs) so wish
2: me luck I hope
1: I get in I really hope you do too I hope you do too that would be amazing (sighs) I've been trying to
2: convince my sister to play ESO with me because we've been wanting to for years and I think this would be the push this would be the good push. I think it would be fun. I really want to go. It would be great. But anyway, Andy, yeah. He... That's all we know so far. It's a tavern. It's a tavern. It's over a weekend. You can camp out on the castle
1: grounds. That's all we know so far. You, you could get to hang out with Rich, CJ, um, Finn, and Brian again. Yep.
0: Did you say you get to camp out and, like, stay overnight? Yep. yep. Oh, that's cool. I want to go stay at a castle.
2: The only difference to, like, other ESO taverns from the past, though, is this one does have a fee, it's a 25 euro per attendee fee. Um, it covers all the things that we normally would do at one of these things. I have- I don't know why there's an entrance fee this year, maybe it's something to do with the venue or whatever it is, I mean it is a castle on an island. Well, so...
1: eh? Maybe too, in case you- maybe it's to cover the cost of, like, camping? Some, I don't know. I've been told that, like,
2: uh, by, when I bring it up to my real-life friends, I'm being told that uh, it is clearly a vampire trap, and we're going to be used as sacrifices for something. That's why <laughs> it has such a cheap price on it.
1: Um, <laughs> Amazing.
0: The, uh, the language in the article is uh, kind of funny, too. <laughs> Note that the entrance fee for this year's event... The entrance fee. This includes free drink tokens. <laughs> well yeah. <laughs> it's like not exactly free if there's a fee associated, but anyway.
1: Maybe the fee is for your breakfast. Maybe.
0: I mean the, I know. who knows? And twenty five oh, euros uh, isn't really that much, right? No it's
2: not. No, you know, I don't know what it's the trans- not. it's probably like, an-
0: it's close to twenty five dollars, isn't it? Twenty, twenty five dollars, something like that.
2: It's around there, yeah. So, it's not. Yeah.
0: I'd pay that but to go yeah. stay at a castle. I mean, you can't stay in a hotel that sure. cheap. You don't want to stay for in a sure. hotel that's that cheap, at least.
1: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so like, I'm, you could, but
0: I mean, you, you talk about leave. a you talk about a vampire trap. If you're paying twenty dollars <laughs> to stay in a hotel, there's probably. Well, yeah. I
2: even looked at it because I, me being me, and always like prepping, because crazy. You can vouch for this. When like Vegas was announced, I was on it. Yeah,
1: she was. I was on it. And like, literally, so I literally <laughs> messaged me. Are we staying in a room together? I've already booked a room. I'm like, what?
2: <laughs> yeah, like I was on it. And so I did that this time too and I looked and there is literally nothing nearby. So you oh, want man. to camp on the castle. There's like a couple sketchy like Airbnbs nearby. <laughs> mm. But for, is for some reason like a public transit like bus stop, huh, like 3 blocks away from the castle. <laughs> interesting. There's a couple sketchy Airbnbs, but there's a public transit bus stop like three blocks away. Europe's weird. Um,
1: well, make sure that you also email them, Gwen, because it says if you'd like to sign I up did. or generally I increase did. your chances. So
2: I did, and then I emailed them twice, because at first I emailed them with me and then my sister, because I want my sister to go too, right? Because yeah. she would love it, that, and she speaks fluent German. She's lived over there for a decade, so it's... jeez. She's the perfect person to bring with, right? Yeah. Um, and... They, uh, and so I did that, and then I actually looked at all the logistics and stuff, because I was really tired when the article came out. And so then I looked at the logistics, and then I, like, sent another email tagging the previous email, like, going, (laughs) Hey, I just learned that it is actually very isolated, so I would indeed like to camp on the castle grounds as well, please. Yeah. And I said, I, like, I I really, I know this is silly to, like, hopefully push my chances, but I, like, signed it, Lore Seeker, Gwen the Bard.
1: Nope. Good. (laughs) Good. Good call. Good call. So good call. Yep. It's like for Vegas. I made sure to put Lore Seekers as yep. the yep. I guild. signed it
2: I signed it as Lore with, with hope, Lore Seeker with the Bard. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, um, I amazing. I just I amazing. just need to get myself a lore seeker t shirt to wear to Europe now. So that you way can, can before that. I put on my sight cosplay, I can like have I can rep us.
1: <laughs> I happen to know a place. We're good. We can do uh. this.
2: But yeah, that's that one. So if anyone else is interested in going to Europe. I, I'm I do very trans- interested, and we're but I would I literally trans- be murdered. <laughs> You're, you said your
0: wall was already on fire this year. It,
1: yeah, I can't. I don't think I can. I don't think I can. <laughs> <laughs> I want to so bad. I want I mean, to go so bad.
0: I could see about canceling our cruise for our uh, anniversary next year and see if my wife wants to go to this instead.
1: I'm gonna guess no.
0: <laughs> I mean, she likes castles. She might think. Just it was... don't
2: mention potential vampire trap.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> she likes castles, but does she really want to be stuck on some castle grounds with the crazy ESO community? No. no yeah, I didn't she, think so.
0: She's been wanting to take a cruise for um, several years now, trying to get me to do it. and Finally, you know, sixteen years. So amazing. Figured we'd go ahead and make that happen this year, but I you know, could always ask. <laughs> <laughs> good try. Good try.
1: But yeah, wish me luck. If we all wish me
2: collective luck, maybe I'll get it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm wishing you more than luck. I'm wishing you okay. all of the things. righty. But yeah, that's all we have for news. Now we just have lore. Um
2: we are because we have a meet the character and a lore master's archive we are going to put off uh, operation and murder hobo's lore this time just cuz the show's already gotten pretty long it's pretty late and we have a lot of lore to get through now
1: holy moly i just scrolled through the actual um, the arcanists uh, lore master's archive we could push that to next week potentially cuz it's quite long unless okay. that's up to you all how okay.
2: Cuz uh how I was feeling, how I was seeing it was I was ready to read the meet the character mm-hmm. myself. Yeah. Um but then I thought maybe we could let Never do the lore master this time and we could read the question.
1: Oh. Okay, okay. Oh, if just he's kidding. up for it. He just said he had to step away. He must have oh, had okay, agro. Well, that's fine. I cuz I still
2: have the lore mass the uh the meet the character read first. Perfect.
1: I read, pre-read this one. And let me tell you, I'm excited to read this one. <laughs> Sweet.
0: All so right, let's so get we'll get do the Meet
1: the it. Character first, and then we'll see what happens from there. Mm-hmm. Pursue
2: Forbidden Knowledge alongside the brash yet brilliant Arcanus Azander Xander Al- Al- as one of the two new companions you can recruit in the upcoming Necrom chapter. From the desk of Iladrina. Netherin Shad Asthul Academy. Cousin, I offered you support during your ill-fated bid to become a buoyant armature. I held my tongue during that fiasco with the Telvanni mage. You recall the one with the chin that could crack a shulk shell? But I must draw the line at supporting, endorsing, or in any way condoning a collaboration with the Arcanist extraordinaire Azandar El-Selvaydz. Is Azandar a brilliant theoretician? Without a doubt. His transliminal theories are without peer. During his time studying in the Academy, he regularly impressed me with an understanding of Daedric realms that rivals our most august scholars. One of my colleagues, compare, colleagues compared his Arcanum to that of Mauryan Zanus, late of the Arcane University in He He's also notable within the Academy circles for rising from humble origins. Asandar's family was of meager means, no history of magical talent to speak of. I've seen his invitation for tutorial scholarship, signed and sealed by Archmage Valin himself. Not a singular invitation, but one only offered to those of unique and unimpeachable talent. That's why the man is so infuriating. If he was some charlatan hedge mage with an overblown ego, he would be so much easier to dismiss not so he's a world-class talent a world-class talent armored in a cocksure attitude anchored by a devotion to needlessly complex word pay and blinded by a complete lack of understanding that his actions have consequences you know my own academic history with man and you still want to pursue a collaboration an antidote which i can substitute through a number of letters recall tellinger the artificial artificial Favored son of the Mage's Guild, local celebrity in Orden, or world-traveling researcher? I can picture you furrowing your brow in confusion, so instead recall that debutante Ball in Mournhold last year? He was that High Elf? You wanted to be smothered beneath his beautiful beard? I imagine that jogs the memory. Tellinger had for years excavating a ruin in the center of Skywatch, an Aldmeri construct that was heavy with planar magics and mystic potential, understandably concerned about unleashing something that might impact the city, he took a careful measured approach, requiring a consultant familiar with some of the deep, very etheric constructs within the ruin. Tellinger invited Azander to join his team investigating the site. Two weeks later, Tellinger returned to the dig site to find the gates to other planes sealed. Most of the magico wells capped, and Azendar moving some of his belongings onto the premises. I'm sure of what specifically passed between them. I'm unsure of what specifically passed between them, but a friend of mine overheard Azendar proclaiming that the portals had been pedestrian problem only interesting to children, and then he was doing the archmage a favor by closing Egmentum, that had existed there presumably since the days of the old Mary. The long and short of it is, as and our Alice Abades cannot be trusted. He is too self assured of his own brilliance, and too charismatic by half. And while his cooking is divine, he cannot take criticism in either magical or culinary circumstances. Please, cousin. Stay well removed, and do remember to write your mother. She worries about you. Best wishes, your cousin Elendria. Well, Aldazar is clearly adept in arcane arts, his ego also appears to be equally exceptional. Perhaps he just needs to meet the right adventure, or that can best utilize his talents while managing his larger-than-life personality. Do you think you may have what it takes to travel alongside Asendar Alcibades? Let us know!
1: Ha! Ah, wow. <clears throat> he sounds like a character. Yeah! Oh man.
2: Yeah, I figured Never would like reading as him for the Loremaster's Archive when I found out he was the one who's reading
1: the Loremaster's Archive this round. Yeah. Um, There's some interesting stuff there with some interesting connections lore-wise as well. There there, there was a
2: lot that they threw in there. That was a pretty...
1: That was a pretty packed thing, yeah. Have you ever read any of the original crafting motifs? Yes. So you know who Morian is? No. I said I read them. I don't said I'd ever tainted them. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's all I'll say for now. Um, if you've never read the original crafting motifs or you haven't read them in a while, I don't think I had ever read them, but I pulled out my Tales of Tamriel book the other day to do some lore stuff and happened to start reading them. And... Um, there were some very interesting things in there, some things that tie to Apocrypha even. Um, so I'm I'm curious to see what pops up from this next chapter, um, if anything at all. But it is interesting to me that they say one of my colleagues compared his Arcanium to that of Morian Zenas the late uh, late of the Arcane University in Cyrodiil. So Morian presumably did Experiments as well with Diva Fear. And mm-hmm. uh, apparently he traveled the planes of oblivion quite a few times. One of them was Apocrypha, presumably. And um, no one has seen him since. So. Uh, I remember him being brought up before. Yeah. Because yes. that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His Argonian. He had an Argonian student or an Argonian assistant, I guess, that. Um, Yeah. There's a lot in those early crafting motifs that are pretty interesting. So, um, again, I kind of didn't realize all of that. But when you were just reading this, I hadn't got to skim it yet. And when I saw his name, I was like, (gasps) what? Because there was so much kind of dumped into this um, meet the character here that
2: There's things to read there.
1: Could tie to many, many other things. Okay. Pretty cool. Um, looks like it uh, never still has toilet aggro, is what I'll call it, which sounds horrible when I say it out loud. It's not what it sounds like.
0: That makes he it, it sound week... like I really, really have some tummy problems.
1: <laughs> I know, and I didn't mean it that way. It, it oh, was dear. Just, you were doing plumbing. That's all.
0: I don't you know weren't... that that makes it sound any better
1: okay all right well i'm gonna stop then for Um,
0: clarification i had to replace (laughs) the toilet today and (laughs) my kid just came out and told me that after she flushed the toilet uh there was water coming out from under it so i apparently did not get the seal set properly or something um so yeah so i'm gonna have to go yeah it's
1: not anything else
0: i'll have to go deal with that once we're done Oh, gosh. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> anyway, would we like to save the Loremaster's archive
1: for next week? That depends, because I think someone's birthday is soon, so I'm not sure if he'll be here next
0: week. <laughs> As it's silent. <laughs> uh, is is uh, Isn't your birthday soon? H- H- Hermes Mora? What? I mean, a birthday coming I don't
1: up. know. No, I think it is your birthday coming up.
0: <laughs> it's it your is. birthday
1: next Sunday.
0: Uh Well, my wife's planning something that day. I think my birthday is actually Tuesday, 14th. Whatever day that is.
1: I just wasn't sure.
0: Yep. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to affect me being here or not um oh
1: that's 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 fine it doesn't matter we can read it we can read it tonight i'm fine with that i just wanted to, to ask because i didn't know um i couldn't exactly to be honest remember what day your birthday was so now i know haha i was all part of my evil plan yep uh-huh. totally not adding that to my calendar right now me either I will not be exploding his Discord that day as I nod yes up and down.
0: <laughs> no, I actually just deleted Discord off my uh, phone anyway, so.
1: Well, then how were you just talking to me a minute ago in Discord? <laughs>
0: you no, know, just now. I just now deleted it.
1: Wow, okay. Um. <laughs> well, you're the Guildmaster. You probably should put it back on. Probably.
0: Probably so. <laughs> I didn't delete it, I'm kidding.
1: Oh boy. Oh boy.
0: But if we're going to read it, we should probably read it, because I'm going to have to go and uh, probably wake my wife up to help me with... Uh,
2: well, what I'm thinking, thing. because, hear me out. Um, we might want to save it, because next week is... Um, next Sunday is the 4th, right? Yep. Now, the thing about the 4th is that means the next day is the 5th, which means Necromore releases on PC, which means that's there probably right. won't be that much news that Sunday, so oh, we so might brilliant. want to read it so we have something nice to read on x there.
1: I'm down with that.
0: Sure. Yeah, I think that's fun.
2: That's what we'll do then. Perfect.
0: Well, cool beans. Does that mean that for this week, that's it?
1: That's it. I think that's what it means.
0: All right. Cool. I get to go uh, handle my plumbing problems. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta love those late night plumbing issues.
1: (laughs) Listen, as someone who had to completely take apart a sink today and deal with plumbing, I feel you. Is it it, it us? Is there something... (laughs) Is there something we should know? Well, Are there toilets in Tamriel? We've never yeah, actually Mark seen Meyer, a toilet. Remember? Well, <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I mean,
2: there is the Ceridil, uh sewers, so sewers imply
1: toilets, right? That's true. They do. You would think so. We've just, you know, in all the bathroom stuff that they've released for furnishings, there's never been an actual toilet.
0: Hmm. Outhouse?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Peanut says they're storm sewers, not toilet sewers. Whatever.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, but there's still some funky stuff crawling around down there that probably feeds on.
2: Thank you, Peanut. That does that does make sense.
0: Yeah, well, there's definitely stuff
1: crawling around down there, Molag Ball. <laughs> He's kind of a big deal.
0: He's kind of a something. Definitely
1: kind of a something. He's kind of a dead when there's a group of people in the middle of the sewers.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Just the simulacrum, that's all. Yes, that's right. So, well, if that's it, if that's all the lore for this week and we're saving the other one for next week, then that's it. We did it.
0: That is it. We, we finished a show. We did a show that spanned two whole days.
1: We did. It is oh, over gosh. two whole days. Can you believe it? Our show was two days long.
0: <laughs> people listening to this later are going to be like, what are they talking
1: about? It's like <laughs> gonna an be hour. Like, it was only an hour. This is like one of the shortest shows they've ever done. What are these people talking about? <laughs> One of the shortest shows where you got information that you could have gotten three weeks ago from somewhere else. (laughs) I swear next week will be more professional.
0: (laughs) Hey, don't put Corbin words in my mouth.
1: Listen, Peanut says, is this one of those jokes? Like, December 31st, see you next year? (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's exactly what it is.
0: Yep. Pretty much. We're going to be about as professional next week as... uh, We were last week. Yeah, that's also true.
1: (laughs) My character accidentally stood up there. Um, (laughs) It's okay. I've stood up and dumped the stream just a few times, so we're, you know, it's okay. Mm -hmm. We're fine. Everything's fine. It's all good. Oh, goodness. All
0: right. Well, we um, go over our announcements real quick. Uh, We have uh, Mondays with Moki, Fishing, Cyrodiil, other things. That's at 8 Eastern. Mm-hmm. Treacherous Tuesday is Dungeon Day. Jump in, do some lore runs, or some achievement hunting, or uh, gear farming, any of that kind of stuff. That's the day that um, we kind of encourage everybody to try to group up and run dungeons. And then Fearless Friday with Arthuria. It's undaunted, un- undaunted. Undaunted. We, we are, are undaunted. Are un-
1: undaunted. undaunted.
0: Yeah. So um, run through and do the uh, Undaunted quests and uh, delves and whatnot, and yeah, so that's our kind of our schedule. Um, If you want to come be a part of any of those events and hang out with us, you can do so by going to uh, loreseekers.club and that will get you... Uh, all the links to all the things that you need, or you can jump right into uh, Discord through Discord.gg lore seekers ESO, and that will bring you into our Discord. You can uh, apply to join the guild there. And if people are interested in finding us on the social medias, how might they do so? Snug
2: podcast. Everywhere. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Our roots spread far and wide.
0: Yep. Snug Podcast. Or we
2: branch out to many we places. We branch out. Yep. It's unbearable.
0: At Snug Podcast. No, no, it's
2: unbramble. Unbramble. <laughs>
1: That's oh, boy.
0: Yep. So if you're watching this on Twitch or YouTube both are options you can find us uh just by going to uh, searching snug podcast or going to twitch.tv slash snug podcast or you can search for us on your podcast apps too and you should be able to find us there so if you want to watch you have ways to do it if you want to listen you have ways to do it so come hang out with us and uh until next week or next sometime in the future uh i guess for now everybody have a great night have a great week and take care of yourself take care of others be a decent person and we will catch you next time bye
2: tamriel